Hello, HR professionals. Good news. This episode of the Cool Leaf podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. Stay tuned to access your certification code. Welcome to The Great Retention, a show spotlighting executive leaders who have built award-winning cultures where people feel empowered, seen, and recognized. In today's episode, John Duesberg sits down with Cherie Caldwell, Head of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at SalesLaw, the sales engagement platform on a mission to see a world where all sellers are loved by the buyers they serve. Headquartered in Atlanta, SalesLoft has approximately 900 employees and offices in Mexico, the UK, and Singapore. Cherie and John discuss how diversity, equity, and inclusion is a contact sport, how to create and maintain an engaged workforce, and the importance of getting to know people different from you. Let's jump into the conversation with Cherie Caldwell. Over to you, John. Cherie, thank you so much for joining us today on The Great Retention. Thank you. We are so excited to be here at Sales Loft headquarters here in Atlanta. We've got sales love all around us. Yes. um, Just super excited to jump in all things culture and and how you're uh, just growing a strategy and scaling here uh, with all your employees. But thank you so much for for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be with you today. Awesome. Yeah. Um, So I think that most people have heard of Sales Loft. Okay, I hope so. (laughs) But for those who haven't, um, just give us a quick overview and maybe if you can kind of give us an idea, roughly how many employees, I know a lot of folks are still remote, but location-wise, what does that look like Awesome. So Sales Loft is a sales engagement platform that takes your data from your CRM and across your enterprise and translates it into, you know, sales, prioritized sales workflows, Um, It's really to make the hard job of being a seller super easy and really drive good practices across your business. So it's super amazing. We're really proud. Great product. Um, As far as the company goes, we're about 900 employees, maybe a little bit over. We keep growing. So today we might actually be 900 and something. (laughs) Uh, We're uh, offices headquartered here in Atlanta. Uh, offices in the UK, Guadalajara, and then we have pockets of employees everywhere. We also established an office in Singapore. Okay. So very new. Truly global. Now. Yes, very okay. much so. Wow. Okay. That's great. Very much um, so. And I know that uh, culture is very important. Very. Uh, for, for sales off from across the board, absolutely yes. at a leadership level. So I would love maybe to start us off, your perspective, what does culture mean to sales law? Right. What does it mean to you as an executive leader? And then right. I would love to also hear from your role as a as a leader um, around the diversity, equity, inclusion right. strategy. Right. How does that, how is that part of the sales law culture right. as well? That's awesome. So um, I think back to the story of the beginnings of sales loft, right? When Kyle and Rob got together and they were starting to form the company, one of the things they prioritized was organizational health. And so for me, culture is, you know, there's what we do and then there's how we do it and how we interact when we do it. And I think their focus on organizational health centered around transparency, honesty, living our values and really living them, not having them just be posted on a wall. And you see that in the everyday interactions, you feel it, you hear it in our conversation. And therefore, as we've grown, it's been something that stayed. I think the 
transparency, vulnerability, and honesty of the leaders permeates down throughout the organization and sets the tone. Yep. And so there are quite a few good things that we do, great practices like doing the clearing model to deal with disruptions or upsets, um, being very open about everything that's going on. So it's it's amazing. I love that. Uh, you know, it's there's one thing, here's what we do, but then there's how we do it. Right. Right. And uh, and that that is a great way to just summarize, okay, this is what culture means to us. It's right. How we do the day to day, the small things and the big things. Right. So, um, I, I love that. So Tell me a little bit about more about your role as an executive right. leader and how that's part of culture as well. Okay, very good. So I think in 2020, when all of the things happened in this country with George Floyd and all of the things that followed beyond that, yep. there was open, transparent, honest conversation in this organization. And out of that, uh, a, a group called Sales Off Cares was born, and they were really focused on how we could be more intentional around our diversity efforts in the company. And they put together a list of requests. One of those was that we get a diversity leader that be at least a director and above. And yeah. so hence, you know, my job was created out of organic conversations um, across the company. Okay. And so I think that that sales off cares group really started to put some um, structure from the bottom up of what it would mean, what it should look like, what we should be measuring, how we should hold ourselves accountable. And I think that is another aspect of our culture that from the ground up, we can have those kind of conversations in an organization that's willing to hold itself accountable yeah. to those ideals. So here I, then I came on. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, and you know, so sales off cares. Did this start as like a committee with right. like employees and right. leaders? How did, how did right. that? Right. Yes. So there was an executive sponsor. It was a group of employees that were very much there. We had a representative from the ERGs at the time. I think we only had three. Okay. We've since added two more since I've come on. So we have a total of five employee resource groups, um, and it was just interested people who cared and wanted to see us do something. Whether it was interacting with the community okay. and making a difference. Whether it was being focused on how we hire and do things along those lines and yep. increase the diversity within our organization. Got it. And Got so, it. yeah, they're a vocal. They meet monthly. Um, we talk about what we can do. Sometimes they focus on volunteering. Sometimes they focus on, you know, where we could be better mm -hmm. and have those kinds of conversations as Which well. Which I too. think goes back to the values of transparency, right. honesty. Right. right. So, right. Um, so when, when you and I were talking previously, you mentioned something that caught my attention, which was, you know, outdated ideas are like outdated tools. Right. Right. And so I know, you know, for our team, we want to make sure our employees have the most up-to-date tools as possible so right. they can be most effective at, right. at their work, at their job, right? right. The, the what we do, but then it's the how we do. So talk to me about what does that mean? If right. outdated ideas are like outdated tools. Right. So think about it. We're in the knowledge economy. And so ideas that are old don't help move us forward. And I think of it, I, I always tell people, no one's using horse and buggies and buggy whips. Right. We don't sell buggy whips anymore because right. they just don't make sense. And I think that we don't understand that we've been socialized and there have been beliefs about people that have been passed down, beliefs about women, beliefs about people of color, beliefs about people from different religions. And we've passed those down from generation to generation and we never question them. And as the world has gotten smaller, we start to know people and we start to see that some of those stereotypes aren't really true. Yep. We start to understand that those beliefs that women can't do this or so-and-so can't do that aren't really true because people are 
you know, breaking records every day, doing new things every day, improving those things wrong. Yep. So the to me, challenging those outdated ideas, looking for evidence to the contrary is a good way to expand your own thinking. So when you start to say, oh, I think this, or I have a point of view about this, then you should ask yourself, is this an old idea? Is this uh, something that's no longer useful for me? Why do I believe this? And kind yeah. of question it yourself. It's just so, it's so an interesting way to articulate it because I would never, again, I would never want our team working with just outdated software. Or anything right. like that. So when I right. put it in those terms, but then I don't think about it from my own ideas and what I've right. grown up with. or And so it makes a lot of sense. Right. Um, and it's so, such a simple way to put it together. Right. So I, lo I love that. Yeah. Point. And this brings me to my next question, which was something that we chatted about, which is diversity, equity, inclusion is a contact sport. Right. So talk to me a little bit about what does that mean? It's a contact sport. Right. Um, and I also, I know you mentioned it's not about just agreeing on right. everything. No, it right? isn't. So, it's so, absolutely not that. So share, share a little more thoughts on that. Right. So I think sometimes we can get caught up in political correctness. Yeah. And so we tend to shy away. We want to guard ourselves. But to me, when I say it's a contact sport, think about it. Not yeah. as rough as football. <laughs> you know, but in terms of we need to connect with each other, we need to have contact with one another, we get to know one another. And so we tend to, as human beings, socialize in little groups that look like us. Yeah. We live in the neighborhoods with people that are like us, that are similar to us. We, you know, that that's just how we've assimilated. That's a comfort thing. Yeah. Um, but then, like I said, back to the world is smaller. We, it's easy to have information from around the world in no time. Yeah. It's easy to see people. It's easy to connect with people via Zoom and other things. So it's not proximity, but you can take the time to get to know someone by just having that contact. And that exposure actually helps with the old idea problem yeah. too, right? Yeah. So that that combines with it. It's like if the more you have contact, the more you connect with other people, the broader your thinking becomes. Right. Yeah. The more exposure to new ideas you might have. And again, you don't have to agree. It is around respecting people, listening, learning, and then you can still choose. Ah, that doesn't work for me. Oh, I like that idea. I don't like right. that idea. I don't agree with that idea. And I can still learn from that person. Yeah. No, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those I've heard, you know, just breaking bread with someone. You get right. To, Get to know someone on a personal right. level and maybe some of those old ideas, you know, right. you, you learn, you have new perspectives. Right. Um, so how have, how have you facilitated this contact sport in sales law? Right. I know, I know you do work around ERGs. Right. Talk to us. How, how have you brought people together to? Well, there's a couple of ways. One is the employee resource groups. We have the five, as I mentioned, we have an activity per quarter and okay. we invite everybody to participate in that. And usually it can be an educational thing. Sometimes it's just a dialogue and a conversation, but it does something to bring people together and connect. For example, our Lotus Group um, sponsored um, a talk on a book called Crying in H Mart. And I might have the title wrong, but okay. that's the gist. And out of that conversation, we talked about the foods that were important to different cultures. So everybody got to participate in that conversation, whether you were Asian or not Asian. It was about what are the cultural things that matter to you around food and how does this show up in your life? Yeah, and it's that. a very informative conversation. And people find that's a thing we have in common. The foods might be different. Yeah. The traditions might be different. But we all have this habit of celebrating yeah. around food. Like you said, breaking bread together. Yeah, yeah. So that could be an example. And and Ujima, for our Black employees, sponsors a Tell Them Tuesday. 
this can range from any kind of topic. They talked okay. about mentoring. They talked about prioritizing your personal life. What are the big rocks that you have? How do you accomplish those? We talked about purpose. Like, how do you know? How do you match the things that you love to do, that you're good at to do, the things that you're called to do? Yeah. And anybody can participate in these conversations. But the fact is we have a Zoom full of diverse people having this conversation. And there's nothing but good ideas flowing back and forth in perspective. So, so I think that helps. No, that, that that's super helpful. So five ERGs today. Right. Um, typically one, and I know I'm getting a little tactical. Right, that's all right. Just for other leaders to hear, how is SalesOft bringing people together around right. these topics? So five ERGs, one event per, per month, quarter. Per quarter. Right, so that's okay. five events per quarter. Five events per because quarter. Because each ERG has right. one. So okay. there's all these different opportunities to jump in. They can range get, from mm-hmm. everything from food and right. culture to right. purpose. And, right. Okay. Okay. So books, bake sales, it could be anything that okay. just invites people to have a conversation. Got it. Our Got it. Uh, women's group, Women's Integrated Network, sponsored a happy hour one day. Yeah. Um, and it was just a matter of people are interacting and now you're having conversations and talking. Got it. Got it. And it goes back to bringing people together, that contact sport, right. just to know each other, spend time together. And then that goes back to the old ideas coming right. up with new ideas, right? right. Um, because right. now you get to know one another. Right. Um, so kind of goes into my next question, which is, well, how do we do this when we're remote? Right. Right. And now you right. did mention these Zoom calls. I know right. Slack is something that yes. you're using, but talk to us about how do you create that sense of being together when people are physically not together? Which is funny because I actually began with the company in remote mode. Okay. So, and I was amazed yeah. at how connected I felt right away. And so I think there are different things we do. So we sure, we use Zoom. We definitely live off of that. Yeah. But we have regular contact. So most teams have a stand-up every day, which is 15 minutes just to check in. Does anyone have a blocker? What's going on? What's yeah. urgent, important? To probably have a team meeting. We have a weekly all hands meeting, which is everybody in the company is all invited. All 900 employees. All 900. Wow. I would say generally there's six or 700 people every single one. Wow. Okay. Right? And so Going that's back what, to transparency. Yes. And, yeah. and right. And so, uh, again, there's another place. So not only do I get an opportunity to share, you know, once a quarter about what's going on. So, again, amping up the conversation about diversity and inclusion. Yep. But our finance team shares, you know, everybody shares, the sales leaders still. All of the executives go through and share. And so that transparency yep. from each department across the organization happens across the quarter. Um, hear from the CEO yep. once or twice th- those times, too. And so there's a lot of openness, a lot of chance to connect, a lot of opportunity to ask questions right then and there. Yep. We love Slack. We have Slack uh, for everything, right? Okay. Um, we have fun with Slack. Yeah. I share with you, we have a chef loft channel. I was, I was checking and it out. And so people share checking. the dishes that they're cooking. So this is the common interest people have. Yeah. Uh, we have all of our ERGs are in the Slack. There's a... a People ask about different things. There's a pet loft. People share fun photos of their pets and and give some life to it. There's kid loft. People ask for advice on buying things or getting things. Does anyone have this? So there's something for everybody. I'm sure there's things I don't know about um, in terms of the Slack channels, but they're a lot of fun. They're informative. They're engaging. And in that, we also have coffee with a lofty. I love it. So coffee with a lofty is that you sign up on the Slack channel and it automatically every couple of weeks pairs you with another lofter someplace in the world okay. and you set up and have a 20 30 minute coffee and it's just to get to know it's it replaces the water cooler so yeah. to speak yeah you know so, so that's going back fine. to the contact sport right, right? Back to, the lofty. yes
Um, did you, I think you mentioned once uh, there's a week long. Sync week. Sync week. Yes. Okay. Well, so we started sync doing sync week. So um, people tentatively started getting back together. Yeah. So we created a week where most people would be, we would agree to come in. So if you wanted to connect with people, this would be the week to be there. People might fly in, they might have team meetings, but it's a chance to be in person. So once a quarter, you know, sometimes we pause it. We paused it for September because we're going to do something big for the holidays um, in December. Okay. Um, but we get together. People have team meetings. They have times together. There's dinners. There's different things like that where people just get to be in contact with one another. Yeah. And the energy is so, I mean, it's so high when you come through. Yeah. I, I don't know that we're as productive as we could be yeah. because we're having so much fun connecting, but the energy is real. You feel it. Um, you may have to go find a little piece of carpet to actually sit on and get some work done <laughs> because everybody's yeah. here and having a good time. But it is, I think that connection um, energizes everyone. They thrive off of yeah. it. And then we just get right back into the work. And so what I'm hearing, so you, you know, Slack and Zoom, and you have the regular plan meetings, whether right. it's an all hands meeting right. or a team meeting. Right. But then, you know, that bringing people together for that face to face once a quarter sounds right. like that's still very important. Very nice. Yes. Okay. And then the ERG groups, are you, they're hosting events during Sync Week? Yes, we generally okay. do. We had last time we had, um, Cafecito, Cafe Cafecito. So the Inla okay. group sponsored a coffee break. We got pastries from um, a Latin bakery, but then people made some and brought them in as well. Very cool. And so that was fun. We had different activities that went on. We had a drag bingo. We had all oh, wow. kinds of, yes, it was okay. very lively. Yeah. A happy hour. Yeah. So different things that went on. Okay. I mean, and I know I just, I love this idea around, okay, you know, we want to give our employees have the best tools. We should have them have the most modern ideas, right? right? As well as, you know, it's a contact sport. And everything just you're sharing just reinforces these points. Right. Um, which which I, I love. I do want to give a yes. shout out to, because not everybody's here, because we are remote. We've hired people everywhere. But there are places that we have pockets of employees. So, for example, Denver has a big group of employees. Okay. They actually plan regular happy hours so that people can get together and do that. I happen no to be, office. They right, just no, come together, no right? office. Just okay. come together, pick a location. Everybody goes. Okay. Um, I happened to be in New York last week for a sales conference and I met with the New York lofters. So we went to a rooftop place, took a nice picture of ourselves with the yeah. Empire State Building in the background. That's awesome. So those fun connections happen like all yeah. the time. Okay. Just organic, spontaneous. Yes. yes. Love it. Okay. Um, so I want to talk to you about the buzzwords. Okay. So a lot of people a few months ago, great resignation was a big right. buzzword. You know, maybe some things with the economy that people are less talking about that, but now more talking about quiet quitting. Right. Right. So maybe they're not leaving the job, but they're just not, um, you know, being as you know right. engaged. I guess. Right. In the job. But has has have you experienced this at Salesloft at all? If if so, just what's your experience been, and are there anything that you're doing to be proactive right. with any of these trends? So I feel like we have a very highly engaged workforce. I'm not seeing that trend happen to us. I okay. am seeing the natural attrition that occurs as an organization grows. Those people that like to really be in startup mode, we're too big. Yeah, now. that's you know what I mean. Yeah. And so some folks have left to go so do there's natural, smaller. There's a natural yeah, thing that happens okay. on that end, and I think that then people want to grow, and then I think there are the folks that 
want to do their own business and finally get an opportunity and they're jumping out to do that. I don't see people jumping ship here. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have a really strong culture and I feel like we've been intentional about maintaining it as we've scaled up. Yeah. The way we do our interviews, we do a peer interview that looks at our values, right? Our key values like glass half full, put customers first, bias to action, team over self, you know, all of those things. How do we demonstrate those? And we talk about those all the way through the interview process. Then we demonstrate those through them, you know, through our throughout our culture. And then even when we have our all hands, sometimes we do professional development, which we remind people of the things that are important to us, like yeah. radical candor, leveraging the clearing model, understanding these principles around um, the five dysfunctions of a team. Yeah. So we're trying to embed those. And I think because we do that and because our culture is so open, there's no hesitancy for anybody to ask a question. You know, there's no yeah. hesitancy for people to challenge. I've seen the challenge come up, you know, through the ranks about sure. something, how we're doing it and the willingness to hold us accountable. So I feel like that transparency and that honesty allows for that stickiness, you know, that yeah. engagement to happen. That sales love. Yes. <laughs> that is a thing. Right. Yeah. I, I remarked to people that I've never been in a company where I've heard the CEO say to the team, love y'all. At the end of all hands. And it's very authentic. Yeah. It's very real. And I think you hear that around us. Yeah. The sales love. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, this is, Sheree, this has been so great. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate you um, just kind of opening up and, and letting, you know, letting other folks understand, well, how, how has sales love grown, but still yeah. been able to maintain the strong culture? Right. 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 And, um, and I loved how you went right from the, the get go. It's here's what we do, but here's how we do. Right. It. Right. And right. that really defines this, this culture. So as we wrap up, um, yeah. is there, is there any kind of practical piece of advice or any oh, final yeah. kind of thought that you can share as, with our yeah. audience? So one of the things I talk about with everybody, when I meet with them kind of one-on-one -on -one, is that if you're human and you're breathing, you have unconscious bias. Okay. So let's, let's normalize it. Let's not get defensive and let's not shame and blame anybody about it, but let's understand how that contributes to the old ideas okay. and the old thinking. And the point is to bring some awareness to it. The point is to be able to call it out without making you wrong about it, just to acknowledge it. We all do it. Was that confirmation bias? Was that some other kind of bias? What was going on here? Did it interfere with the interview process? Was there something that we were thinking? So do it as a way to, how can we get better? How yeah. do we not let this stop us? How do we not let it be a blocker? How do we keep it in our awareness? And this is the thing that actually enables better conversations. Right now, I think in the country, it's just people are defensive and it's tense yeah. because we don't know how to get down to the fact that we're all human. We all have this, but if we have a conversation about it, if we lean into contact sport, yeah. we'll learn something and that tension will start to go away because we go, ah, oh, we don't have to agree, but I've learned something from you. I've shared myself with you back. Yeah. We've gotten some additional information and we can move on. Yeah. Um, that makes uh, a lot of sense. Um, I'm thinking about myself, yeah, right. And, and our team and, um, I want to continue to get better. I want our team to continue to right. get better, right? And right. I think, I think, you know, for I'm thinking, okay, well, how do we do this? Well, you just spend time with people, right? Right. It's a right sport, and it's right. okay. You don't have to agree with that. So right. I, I mean, that that's super helpful. Yeah, Cheers. awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you. Thank you for hosting us here at yes. Sales Talks. It was a lot of fun, and really appreciate all your knowledge that you shared with us today. Thank you. I appreciate the time. That wraps up another edition of the Great Retention. Thank you for joining us and being a leader who genuinely cares about recognizing and empowering the everyday hero in the team members around you. We are proud to support your leadership journey and grateful for your support of this podcast. 
If you haven't already, please rate the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. This helps us get this content in front of more aspiring people-first business leaders. If you'd like more perspectives on how to create exceptional cultures around award-winning talent, go to coolleaf.com and sign up for our newsletter to get them straight into your inbox two times per month. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the help from our production team at Chat With Leaders Media. Learn how you can launch your own podcast to grow your business at chatwithleaders.com. Thanks again for listening. Now go be people-first leaders by celebrating and connecting your people today. HR professionals, thanks for listening. As promised, this episode of the Cool Leaf podcast is valid for 0.5 professional development credits towards SHRM CP, SHRM SCP, and HRCI recertification. To claim your SHRM credit, please visit www.coolleaf.com slash podcast slash SHRM. To claim your HRCI credit, please visit www.coolleaf.com slash podcast slash HRCI. Complete the three-question form to receive your certification code. That's coolleaf.com slash podcast slash SHRM and coolleaf.com slash podcast slash HRCI.